Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. Oh, hello. Hello. Look who it is. I'm it's back. Mrs. Tharp herself, Lauren, my wife. Uh, welcome to Elijah Fire. This is episode hey. 238. What day is today? Today is, I have to look, it is Thursday, May 25th. Thursday, May 25th. What is happening in three days time? I have a birthday. Woo! What are we doing for your birthday? I don't know yet. She doesn't know. I don't know. I have she no idea. She doesn't know. I know. Yeah. I know what we're he doing. He always surprises me. Oh, we got plans. Yeah. yeah. We got plans. Yes. Very yes. excited. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, in the Tharp household, we go hard on birthdays, all right? We do. Yeah, we go all out, maybe a little extra, but we don't care. No, we're so extra about birthdays. Yeah. It's our favorite thing. Yes. Yep. And so yeah. anybody that stayed with us on their birthday, we just make a big deal out of it. And I yeah. get really weirded out. <laughs> my my friends, uh, like when I worked at Trader Joe's, there were some people that didn't want anybody to find out it was their birthday. Yeah. And I would like turn into Buddy the Elf and I'd be like, it's your birthday? <laughs> and then, yeah. So... Yep, yeah. yep, yep. It's, it's gonna deal. be it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, but we're we have a great show. I'm really excited yes. about this topic today. I'm really excited about this guest today. And if you guys are listening on Spotify, uh, go ahead and make sure to follow the Elijah Fire podcast there. That'll really help us if you guys are listening there. And then mm. if you're listening on the Spotify app, rate Elijah Fire podcast. That'll really help us out as well. And then, of course, wherever you guys are listening to this, you can rate it as well. That'll really help us out. Um, also, anytime you guys donate to ElijahFire.com slash donate, all proceeds go towards keeping this free at five days a week. Uh, but we also take a portion of every single donation we funnel into our amazing water well efforts, mm-hmm. not just in Uganda, but beyond. Uh, so I'm going to play a video that gives us a nice little showcase of all of the places that we have expanded to because of your guys' generosity. So let's take a look and then we're going to jump right in. So it's absolutely amazing, you guys. Um, We started in Uganda digging a new freshwater well every three days, and that is expanding slowly but surely, and that's because of your guys' generosity. So thank you guys so much. Uh, It means a lot to us, but it also means a lot to the communities that are being impacted by your donations to this ministry, which is wild. It's like a two-for-one, two-for-one deal of amazing. So, you know, the amazing thing about doing this show is that um, I get to know a lot of the guests that come on the show. Mm. And a lot of them I consider friends now. And so does Lauren. Yep. Um, you know, they get to know me. And I'm like, man, you got to meet so-and-so. And um, today's guest is no different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we absolutely love her, yep. both of us. Um, and we just had an amazing conversation uh, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. on the phone. And then uh, we were just like, man, like, let's, let's continue this. This is so good. Uh, so um, she is kicking it in sunny California. She's also an actress down there. Uh, yep. So let's give it up. We're just going to jump right in because it's going to be it's going to be a great conversation. Let's give it up for our guest today, Taylor Dooley. Hey, Dooley. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm so excited to get both of you. And I didn't know it was your birthday coming up. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I kind of kept forgetting it was my birthday too but jeff was so excited he would just like i'd catch him every now and then be like i'm so excited for your birthday right now oh, so yeah yeah, yeah. So he always reminds yeah. me yeah yeah it's exciting mm, yes yeah. we go bigger up uh, my house and i grew up going big around birthdays too yeah. so oh, i get did. it okay. i get it mm-hmm. yeah. oh That's yes way to oh, do yes. it yeah yeah we do the same thing with family. christmas too man it's just like 
let's yeah. just let's yeah, we're just, big on holidays over yeah. here we like reasons to celebrate yeah we, yeah we i think we just make me and my kids we love to make reasons to celebrate like jack will be something really good will happen and jack will be like mom god wants us to celebrate let's go make a cake i'll be like okay let's do it. God's telling me that we need to get pizza <laughs> Oh yeah, we did, uh, there was a Hobbit. There's an actual Hobbit day. I don't know if you know that, but we're like big no. Lord of the Rings nerds, and so yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. So we like celebrated. Oh my god, Taylor, what? Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. That. We'll have to fix that. It's really. I know. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but so. but we celebrated Hobbit Day. Yeah, we it's go, like an official yeah, day. We like, yeah. yeah, we just yeah. get all kinds yeah. of cozy. So we have reasons. We it's, make like, reasons. it's like May the 4th for Star Wars fans. Yep. Like, yeah. We celebrate that. But day. for Tolkien <laughs> yes. fans. Yeah. Yeah. Hobbit yeah. Day. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, let's, we're going to jump in because we're going to be talking about, I mean, we titled this episode, Forgiveness yeah. is the Bridge. Mm -hmm. The Bridge to what? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> and we'll kind of talk about that during the course of this episode. Yeah. Um, because there's something that God is doing within the body of Christ right now. Mm -hmm. Um, it's something that I like to remind people of a lot. And that is, uh, that is deliverance. That is repentance. And then that is also walking in forgiveness towards others. Um, there's a lot of old wounds that God is wanting to heal right now to usher us into the next thing. And a lot of people are sitting on big, big visions from the Lord that things that God has given them and God is speaking mm -hmm. a lot right now to people. Uh, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of things where it's like, Hey, I'm going to take care of that. The only thing I'm asking you to do is forgive your so-and-so mm -hmm. for this thing. And so you were telling us a really great story mm -hmm. of like the perfect example of this, uh, where you had a big dose of humble pie and yeah. yeah. So why don't you go yeah. ahead and you can set it up and then you can jump into the story. Tell it however you want. Yeah. Um, first of all, I completely agree with you. I think we are in, I know even the Lord keeps speaking to me and we've talked about it. Um, just that I feel like we're in such this time where God wants to do this new thing and this mm -hmm. like usher in this new song, but to do that, you have to let go of the old and the old ways. And mm -hmm. the enemy is so tricky. He loves to trick us into staying stuck mm -hmm. really and and i i you feel like sometimes i know even by my own life i feel felt like okay i've i've like grown up in this way or i've done this thing and and i'm walking with the lord so i'm good and it's like it's so funny how i feel like unforgiveness towards yourself or um other people is really one of those things that satan loves to go well, you need to protect yourself. So it's not necessarily, is it unforgiveness? Or are you just protecting yourself? Like oh, Satan loves yep. to just twist that so that you hold on to it so tight, even if you don't realize you're holding on to it so tight. Mm -hmm. And um, and that is just such a time, like I said, I think right now it's such a like a poignant time to just let it go. Like yeah. God, I, I feel like he's just calling the body to just let it go give it to him truly and to just really walk in forgiveness so that we can do the new thing and be part of this new thing that the Lord I think wants to usher in. Yeah. And, um, for me, this is, I was telling you guys when we were on the phone, this story, mm -hmm. and I think it is, um, probably very important to share. Um, mm -hmm. and like you said, it was a dose of humble pie. <laughs> always delicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. And, and God just loves to just, 
come out of nowhere with things sometimes, especially, yeah. like I said, when you feel like you're like, I felt like I was okay, God, like I'm doing good. So, um, I don't know if many, if you follow around on my Instagram, you probably know I am a divorce, which mm -hmm. is a big bum, bum, bum. Sometimes, <laughs> especially if that's a whole other topic. So, uh -huh. yeah. Um, it was just something, you know, God called me out of, it was not of the Lord. It's nothing the Lord put me in. It was me going before the Lord and making decisions. Um, and I tried and I prayed over it for a very long time, but it was, it was very messy. And, um, the relationship was very messy and, um, somewhat abusive in times. And yeah. I harbored a lot of really in the end, I think the Lord kind of opened up my mind to just all these things that had been wrong that I, re mm -hmm. I realized weren't the way you were supposed to treat someone. And I wasn't angry. So I thought I was okay. Mm. Like I got through the stage of anger and I was like, okay, I, I'm not angry. But every time I, I saw him or every time like my, I would feel myself and that unforgiveness kind of like bubble up. But I always just, like I said, played it off in myself. Like, um, you know, it's just me protecting me. Like mm. every time there's yeah. a knock at the door, I am worried that the next shoe is going to drop and there's going to be this big drama and I like all this PTSD that I had. And so it was my form of protection, mm, kind sure. of like a trauma yeah, sure. protection right. to go, you know, you did this to me. You've done this to my kids. You've done, you know, mama bear kicks in and you're yeah. just, there's just so many things that I just, it was, it was piled up. Which can kind of feel and, like a justification because it there's unjust things that happen. Right. And it's your kids. So there's a reason, exactly. you know, every woman has that, that mama bear in them. And so, yes. yeah. So I think that's easy exactly. to, to be like, well, this is a natural response. Right. And it is a natural it, response. I mean, it is. And yeah. even if you don't have kids yet, I feel like we all are innately wired with that. Like I know yeah. right now there's a lot of mama bears, whether they have kids or not upset at target. <laughs> and oh, yeah. it's like, and yes. that, I'm that one of them. You can be mad. <laughs> yes. And we're upset and it's okay to be upset, but this, there's like this, Satan uses that yep. God has righteous anger and then Satan uses it and twists it to get you in a spiritual contract with unforgiveness. And that is something that I learned firsthand. So I, we were just, it was a very, very long, very brutal, very terrible divorce. And mm -hmm. in the midst of butting heads. And I also side note, feel like lawyers and all of that stuff is so like filled with the demonic. Like there yeah. is so I've much heard, I've heard that, that I feel, mm -hmm. oh my years. gosh, things yeah. that were behaviors that were not terrible got worse. It, everyone mm. becomes money hungry when you're, it's so confusing yeah. and that yeah. they poke you to mm. be that. They're like, oh, you're going to give that up. And you're like, I'm, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was giving anything up. I'm just feeling like I'm being fair. Like, it's just, it's a crazy, crazy business. And I feel yeah. like Satan's hands are all in there. So you just have to always be in prayer constantly. Man. But um, it was so bad. And I finally sat, I, I finally was sitting in quiet time, my quiet time with the Lord. And the Lord was like, you need to call him and stop talking through lawyers and figure it out yourself. Like this is going to, it started with you two. It's going to end with you two. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. So. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was, I very, was very, very timid about it, but I picked up the phone and I was like, look, we, let's try to figure this out. Let yeah. you and I, we've been doing this, the lawyers have done their thing. Can we please figure this out? And to my surprise, he said, yeah, he want, we both wanted, you know, I brought my dad and he brought his mom and the day we planned a day and the day it was supposed to happen. I sat in quiet time that morning. I think it was like extra long. I was in it for like two hours, just so nervous for what was about to happen. And the Lord said to me, when you walk in, 
you need to go. And before anyone says a word, you need to apologize. You need to say, I'm sorry for anything that I did that ever hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I forgive you for anything you did that hurt me. And yeah. I was like, that's hard no. to do when yeah. you know, the other person <laughs> is like, you know, the other person is, is in the, more wrong. In the wrong. Like you're yeah. like, this is like a 90, 10 situation. Like yeah. 90% them, <laughs> yeah. 10% me. Yeah. Especially when it's, it doesn't like, just involve you either. That's hard. Yes. That's a hard one. For and me. it never stopped. Yeah. Yes. It was so hard. And so I, I was like, really God, yeah. are, are, we, are we talking about the same thing right now? I mean, really? Yeah. And, and he kept impressing it on my heart and I kept writing. I write in my, like, I have my little prayer journal that I write in and I kept mm-hmm. writing in it and I kept feeling the Holy spirit just impressing me that I needed to do this. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is going to be so hard. I don't know how. And the Lord was like, I will be with you, but you need to forgive him and allow him to forgive himself by telling you him, you forgive him and then ask for forgiveness. You need to humble yourself before him and ask for forgiveness. Okay, exactly. So I get ready and I go and I tell my dad, like right before we pull up, I'm like, okay, by the way, I'm going to do this thing. Cause God told me to, so I need you to help me before anyone says anything. I, I need to get it in. Cause it like became this, like, okay, I just got to get it off my chest super quickly. And so I could just kept praying. We listened to worship music the whole way. And I told my dad, he's like, okay, I'll make sure no one says anything. And we sit down and it was so supremely just awkward, weird, just a place you never feel like you're going to be in, in life. And so we sit down opposite each other, both sides and, um, and he goes to say something and my dad goes, I actually think Taylor had something she wanted to say to start it all off. So everyone just looks at me <laughs> and I'm like, okay, God, it's now or never. I'm going to listen. I'm going to obey. Your heart's in your the throat. Hardest thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I started ball. I started crying. I just couldn't oh, keep yeah. it together. I instantly started crying. And I was like, I just wanted you to know that I felt like the Lord told me to say this, but I wanted you to know that I forgive you for everything that has happened past and present. And I also want to ask for your forgiveness and say that I'm sorry. I'm sorry for anything that I've done. Mm -hmm. And of course, like I said, I lost it. I was crying. Mm -hmm. And I noticed in that particular moment, there was like this switch that I saw in his eyes that were like, he was not expecting that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like like this very, there was a second where everyone was kind of like, did that just happen? Like, even I just feel like it was like, okay. Um, and, uh, and then we, we went about the rest of our conversation and, um, it, it, you know, was what it was. And we were ended up, we ended up, um, figuring out everything ourselves after that. And from that moment on, I have to tell you, um, no joke, no exaggeration of the truth. We have been able to be friends and be friendly and wow. be That's great with the kids and be able to talk and have a relationship, um, you know, for the children and, and wow. the things that were happening that were so bad stopped. Wow. And, and the Lord just was like, do you see what can happen when you forgive and then you forgive yourself and you forgive others. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God. And like, from there, it was like this acceleration, like that moment we were, had been stuck in this fighting and in this, so it felt so satanic. And so it felt like this terrible spiritual contract that I just wanted out of, and I couldn't mm. figure out how to get out of. Yeah. And it was two years. It was a two year of back and forth fighting. And the minute that happened, it was done within a few weeks. And wow. we oh, were, wow. been, we're 
he was just in my garage the other day hanging out like we we can which is so insane only god right Right. god could do that yeah god could take something where i had you know potentially if i told you stories rightfully so a reason to be upset Mm -hmm. and you know he probably he's got his own stories it takes two people um relationships are two people and so you know all of that animosity all of that stuff that just satan loves to mess with and in Mm. a moment of me just listening to the lord i was the hardest thing like i said i had to do yeah but in in taking that leap of faith to go okay god i trust you that you know what's best for me and that this thing i'm harboring onto that i didn't even feel like i was harboring onto because i kept telling him like i said i'm not angry i'm not angry so how could i be in unforgiveness because i'm not angry and he's like but you don't forgive him and you don't forgive yourself right and so I I let that go and and in that moment it changed everything like I said accelerated and things are fantastic now and which is wonderful for the my kids yeah. and they're happier yeah. they were so I felt they felt so attacked and my son is so like spiritually in tune he would tell me and he would tell he he actually tells me he sees like demons and so he would tell mm. me that he could see things and that things were feeling oh. so dark and like he was feeling being wow. attacked in his sleep and wow. the minute that happened all all of that went way to like wow. i'm not joking he has another single night terror wow come on you probably like, didn't i mean did you ever even think that it was associated with what was going on in the physical i i i mean i've always known because my son is like so in tune with that that i knew that yeah. a lot of that stuff is like in the spiritual realm but i had no yeah. idea that that there was, uh, I think I learned, I'm trying to figure out when I learned this. I learned a while ago about like spiritual contracts and like contracts that you get in, in the spiritual realm with like, and, and I had known that the Lord, um, the Lord had told me actually, and like, uh, like I said, I write in my journal and the Lord had told Mm -hmm. me one morning that I was in a, that this was a spiritual contract that I was in and that he wanted to bless me by releasing me from it but I had to get released from it. I had to be gone from it. And I, I wanted it still in a, in a way, mm. not that I actually wanted it, but like I was right. in agreement with it because I was still harboring unforgiveness. Right. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And so <laughs> the answer of how to get out of it ended up being me just saying, I'm sorry and forgiving him and, yeah. and forgiving myself, which is another really hard thing. I think we talk about forgiving yeah. other people a lot too, mm-hmm. but forgiving ourselves is probably one of the hardest things too that we harbor onto and we don't realize it. And, and I think that that's another really important thing because Mm -hmm. I, I personally think, and from what I've read in the Bible and what I know about God and what I've seen in my own life, I think that one of the worst, worst things that I think angers God the most is unforgiveness. I think that we, Mm. when we live in unforgiveness, we are so separate from what he is forgiveness. God loves, he forgives Uh us for all that we do. He sent his son for forgiveness. Yeah. 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 Uh, but to your credit, yeah, um, I've you know, in I know several he- ministers that have healing ministries, and mm-hmm. and the common denominator is if you have unforgiveness, that actually can stop up you getting healed, even you know. So exactly, yeah, wow, yep, yeah. and that's and that's kind of what the Lord kept telling me. And like I said, I can be a, I can be a little stubborn sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like me. I was like, are you kidding me? Like I. I really God, yeah. like I'm not angry and I'm always nice. I always do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I always, you know, anytime someone, if, if he snaps and he needs the kids, I'm there. Like I'm not mm-hmm. the parent. That's me. Like I, that's me. That's not me. And, mm-hmm. but it, it seriously, 
was like blocking blessings and I had no idea. And it was all because truthfully, deep down inside, Satan was twisting that. And that's what he does. That's what the enemy does is he twists things. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And I think that we are just in this season and in this time where, um, where we're, there's a lot of things. It makes sense in the natural to to harbor unforgiveness for what's going on in the world mm-hmm. for a million different reasons mm-hmm. from you know the pandemic and everything from the last few years yep. to things that family stuff you know the enemy's been attacking the family hardcore yeah. mm-hmm. um to just everything going on right now the way the economy is the, mm-hmm. you know like it's just it's so easy mm-hmm. it's so easy to just get caught up in this unforgiveness of of things and sometimes even God. I mm-hmm. I know a while back in my life, um, when I was mm-hmm. still full blown into acting all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a teenager, I remember I had a similar experience happen where um I was really angry at God because and I harbored a lot of unforgiveness because I felt like he had put a dream on my heart. And it didn't come from me. I didn't want to be an actor. I was the most like shy person when I was a child. I didn't want to I was do wondering it. that. I was wondering if like yeah. that was a, a thing because I have a friend who's also an actress and that was the same for her. Very shy. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I was very shy. I was always, I've always been outspoken about things and feel, like things I believed in, but to yeah. sit on a stage and act in front of people or to go inside an audition room and do like acting was very nerve wracking for me. It yeah. was something I had to really get over and mm. the Lord helped me through it. And then what was so crazy is, is that it literally ignited this huge passion in me that I've never been able to get rid of, even though I prayed, I prayed that I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm like, Lord, take this from me. Uh-huh. It, Cause it hurts when you love something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, and then it hurts even worse when you watch all of your friends. I was, and then your teenager throwing teenage hormones. I was, you know, 15 watching all of my friends be on the top shows on, you know, Disney channel, Nickelodeon, all the different things. And, and I'm sitting there going, God, but why not me? Mm. Like, like, like all my friends, they don't even, like, no offense, but so a lot of my believers and I'm like, Lord, like I sit here and I pray before during and after every audition, like I give it all to you. I'm always like, like, I'm always champing and talking about you in these rooms that no one talks about God mm-hmm. about. Like, I, I just was like, why? And I never understood it. And I got through this really big point where I kind of like pushed God away because of that unforgiveness. It was Satan, again, twisting that for me being like, why God to going like, mm-hmm. that's like God, why would God do that to you? Like you love him, right. why would he? And so I would just get angry. Yeah. And God worked through my heart in that situation, but he loves us enough mm-hmm. that he comes fi- and finds us even in those situations to say, I see you. And it was one night I remember I was a teenage girl and I was in my room and I had been lost a role for a really silly reason. Mm-hmm. It's another one of those. Cause I was that kid that got down to the end on everything. And then it would, like, mm-hmm. I think I had lost this role because they said I looked too much like someone's cousin. Oh no. Like, so I'm not joking. Weird. <laughs> like <laughs> so weird. Can't do anything so about it. So weird. What, <laughs> what do I need to I do not look like your cousin? I don't understand. It was it was very hard for this like and it was this big life changing role. And I remember going laying in my bed crying and I picked up my Bible and it was like, God, like call my heart, like take this away from me. And 
And he didn't. Instead, he just Mm -hmm. calmed my heart and gave me this like wave and this rush and this beautiful joy in my heart to say that I prepared a time and a place for you to do what you love. I put it on your heart Mm -hmm. and I did it for a reason. And I will make good on my promise if you stay faithful to me. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And now here I said, um, 15 years later, which makes me seem old, (laughs) um, you know, and, uh, I still am not fully, I've not fully seen the, you know, that dream realized. Right. Um, but I still, to this day from that moment go, I, I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know when he's going to do it, but I know that he already told me it's going to happen. And so for now, I just praise him in the waiting room. And I just mm-hmm. like, I don't allow in that particular part of my life. I don't, I won't allow unforgiveness. I won't allow that in because I already know what God told me. And I just stand yeah. on his word. And I, yeah. every time that creeps in, that doubt creeps in where I go, you're not worthy. You're not enough. Cause that's like really uh-huh. big for me. Yeah. yeah. Same so here. That's where the, for a lot that's of people. Yeah. 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 That's where the devil loves to get me. And I'll, he'll whisper that and I'll start to get a little bit and then, and then I'll just stop and go, Nope, I'm going to stand on the word that the Lord gave me because I know that he is true and that he has gotten me this far because he is such an amazing loving God. Right. Yeah. So, and I think too, the whole forgiveness thing is not working in our head, a perceived outcome of what is going to happen. Our assignment, okay. For instance, with your ex husband, your assignment was to forgive, mm-hmm. not, yep. okay, I'm going to forgive. And then everyone's going to be like, outcome. oh, Taylor, we were so wrong. It's going <laughs> to totally break the ice and it's going <laughs> to totally cut through everything. And everything's going to be hunky dory in that moment. Okay. No, so I have to tell you the rest of that story actually is that, <laughs> is that I, when I did that, that's what I pictured. So I didn't, yeah. it wasn't like I was doing it to get something in return. I just was like, you know, maybe it's the actor in me. I don't know if everyone else out there does this because I can only speak for my own life experience, but I practice moments. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I do okay, the same I thing. This. They're going to say this charged. back. <laughs> I have a couple of variations. Yeah, I actually have to talk myself off the ledge to not have fake conversations <laughs> with people. Because I have oh, yeah. them out loud. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes I forget that it wasn't a real conversation. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I have to do that still. Yeah. I still have to do that. Yeah. Because I play out how it's going to go. And so I did that with this. And I was like, okay, he's probably, maybe he'll get emotional. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll get stamped. But like, I had all these like ways in which it was going to go. But he's maybe gonna he'll so bad. Actually, That's yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll actually apologize to me. Like, maybe uh-huh. I'll get an apology too. And then I just let it go. And I really did truly, like I left it in God's hands and I was like, God, however this plays out, I know you're with me. Well, instead I got screamed at by him and his mother. (laughs) I'm not joking. It was very bad. It was the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. And I left left like, oh oh dear. (laughs) And I sat with my dad and I was like, I, I didn't, did that go well? Or did I start something off? Like, did I poke a bear? And my dad was like, you did your assignment. You did what the Lord told you to do. All we can do is just leave it in God's hands. Mm-hmm. And a few hours later, he called me and he was like, can we meet again? We wow. want to, you know, finalize some details. And we, like he had humbled himself enough and I know him well enough that I know that I know that that was enough for him. To, like, 
do that but i was not expecting to get kind of like attacked in this way of like basically they're like yeah you are horrible you should have you should ask for forgiveness and i was like wait what i was like god what did i do oh. um, but to be honest it gave me it gave me the opportunity to be completely honest as much as i'm not a confrontational person i don't like it but it gave me the opportunity to see the pain that you know because there's everyone only lives we only have like our own lives we only sure. live in our own we only see things from our own perspective mm -hmm. and some people are better at putting themselves in other shoes than other people mm -hmm. but even so if people just perceive you you do things and people can perceive it any way they want and um there were moments in which they both had actual you know, gripes that I said, I am, I got to, I got to further explain myself and apologize and say, that wasn't my heart. Like that got taken out of context. I'm so sorry. And I mm. actually did get to, it wasn't just a, I forgive you. You forgive me. We're good. Let's ride off into the sunset. Right. God's great. <laughs> um, which is kind of how I pictured it happening. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's reasonable. But instead it was, it was so, it it was a hard conversation for me. It was a lot of stuff that was hard to hear and a lot of stuff that I know the enemy, like the Lord kept telling me there was a, there was a few moments where the Lord was like, this is the, the demons in them. You, your forgiveness has ruffled up something in them yeah. that the enemy doesn't like mm -hmm. because the enemy lives in unforgiveness. And so there were these moments where I would like things that were completely not even true that I was like, what? And the mm -hmm. Lord was like, okay, do not play into it. It's the enemy. It's not them. Yeah. And and so instead in those moments, like I sat there and I actually in my head was like sitting there praying over it and just saying like, Lord, like, just let me speak to them, not the demons. I don't want to speak to anything that's ruffled right now. That's really because good. I'm hoping that one day, because this is our hope, right? As Christians mm -hmm. and as believers in God is that one day through that, because he's not a believer. And that one day through that act, he might look at that and go, that did something. I might not see the fruits of that conversation. Right. Year right. Now. Yep. But, you know, he might look back on that or his mom and see that and go, that was a moment that I, I, I didn't, we didn't expect. And that something switched in our hearts and we, we felt something because we know she didn't have to do that. And she did. Right. And, um, and they know because I said the I fully I was very full disclosure. I was like, God said I needed to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this is not my idea. I cannot stress this yeah. enough. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Yeah. I am not. I I have no want to do this, but it's because of God that He would want because I wanted to give the credit to God because truthfully I'm not smart enough to want to do that. I right. like I said yeah. for me I was like I'm well, it fine. counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah, it seems counterintuitive. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. absolutely does. But I feel like because I've had an instance with a friend, a close friend, um, and we had gone through, there were some betrayals, we'll say this. And I had gone through this I, through a couple of years, actually. So similar to you, where I was like, God, I, I don't know what to do with this relationship. I, I felt blameless. Yeah. Um, mm. so blameless and, and God showed me and I just was ignoring it. Right. So like you kind of shove it aside and you're like, you, you kind of deal with the surface sometimes and you're like, God, well, I'm blameless. Mm. Yeah. I didn't do anything mm. wrong. Cause you look at the easy target stuff Yeah, where it's you're, like, you're like, that well, was an yeah. offense. That was an offense. Right. And yeah, clearly I was not in the wrong in that. So I'm blameless. And I think especially when there's like a, any form of betrayal of some sort where you just felt like your trust was, yeah. was broken. Um, that can be a hard one. And so that's kind of what I focused on was that thing and just kind of like mm. waiting for her to like, you know, 
come to the realization and God was like, she's not going to. And that was hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. But not only that, but he told me he started to convict me of things that were in my mind minor, but then the conviction of God showed me the weight behind them. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was so like, it was so humbling. And that's what softened my heart again, to be able Mm -hmm. to apologize to her, knowing that she wouldn't apologize for the things that she had done. Mm -hmm. But it just did something to my heart where it was, I didn't realize Mm -hmm. how hard it was until, until that moment of conviction from God. And it's the way that God convicts is so loving, right? Like it, Mm -hmm. it it hits you hard. It hits you real deep and it sits in your tummy. And, but like the, it's so full of love and it's so simple, right? The task Mm. he gives you is it's not easy, but it's often very simple to do. Um, but we go to war with that. Right. And, Mm -hmm. but the conviction can, like really empower us. I think that's another thing is I, I don't think I would have had the strength to say those things without the conviction of God inside of me yeah. to kind of reawaken something in my heart that had kind of, it felt like it had died. Um, mm-hmm. And it felt restricted, right? Like you feel restricted and, and there's bitterness. Um, but yeah. through that, like, mm-hmm. and now we, we have conversations, mm-hmm. like we're not, you know, we never, we're as close as we used to be, but like, we'll, you know, give each other prayer requests and things like that. And it's just, God's really used it. Um, yeah. And I, and I realized that I think it's a good point to make that maybe you're not always going to have this perfect friendship or relationship, but when God restores things, he does, he does give back more. And so yeah. I feel like we have a healthier relationship actually than we had before in a lot of ways. Well, and sometimes it, you know, it's like, I think sometimes you can look at, if you're on just looking at on the surface and you know you apologized and and that was resolved to some degree and then going you know you have in your head the way your friendship used to look when you would even say oh things were good back then but now it's like mm-hmm. sometimes it, it just takes time to build back up to that because the same thing happened with like an old roommate that i had and um uh, he and I just butt heads. We just weren't good roommates. Sometimes you're just not good roommates yeah. with people. Yeah. Like sometimes they're just, yep, it's good, hard. Good <laughs> friends, but you just shouldn't, you shouldn't should live, live in together. the You shouldn't live together. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it took a long time for us to rebuild that. I had apologized for stuff and I didn't ever say, I think this is the important part is like, man, sometimes our flesh can get the better of us where we, we try to buffer out so that we feel better about apologizing mm-hmm. especially if we've yeah. sought the lord and we know that he's convicting our hearts mm-hmm. and that we're supposed to apologize you go okay well then i'm going to bring up some stuff that they did to me and god didn't say hey go yeah. apologize yeah, and sure. then bring up their offenses against you right. like that's yeah. not honestly that's not a lot of times when when there is tension and there's a division they're not in a place where they want to hear that anyways you or know they can. and yeah. so i've i've been in situations where i've like I've even said, Hey man, you know, with someone like, Hey man, uh, you know, like when you did this, it made me feel this, you know, in, in a friendship. Um, mm-hmm. cause I do think it's important in relationships, whether they're plutonic or romantic, Hey, when you did this, it made me feel this way. And then addressing mm-hmm. that, not just being like, mm-hmm. well, why would you think that you idiot? You know, like, um, but I've had instances where I've gone to somebody and said, Hey, you know, just, I want to clear the air. I kind of felt like this when you said that, and they'll be like, 
they get all defensive and then they're like, well, you did this and you do this mm -hmm. and you do that. And then you feel like garbage. Um, and so I think it just, <laughs> everybody's been recipients of, of that, you know, we're like, yeah. oh yeah, well, and I mean, in that, in that case, you know, with you, Kayla, that, that's what it was, you know, where it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it there. And then they're like, yeah, you should be sorry. And <laughs> You hell spawn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. not always it's it's not always the way you picture that it's gonna right. go, but it's always perfectly in God's plan. And yeah. it's not it wasn't me. None of that that entire story is anything that like makes Taylor good. It was right. all that it's all the story about what makes God so good. Yeah. Right. And that's what I just hope, you know, because I'm not perfect, of course, you know, I got, you know got yelled at it's not like i didn't get snippy back and left going oh dang yeah. <laughs> like that was, yeah. that wasn't my best moment either like and it's it's because it, things happen and we have to we are just human you know we are in this earth and we have to forgive ourselves mm -hmm. and we have to forgive others and we have to let go of the burden that that is um but i think that once we do um you know, going back to forgiveness as a bridge, I really do think that it is such a, like I said, everything just kind of, it was like the floodgates just opened the minute that forgiveness happened. And it's not like, like, like I said, it's not like I got anything in return. I didn't get an apology myself. I didn't get any, right. um, and I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't want it because at the end of the day, I, I, I can look in his eyes and I know, I, I you know, you, I, I know that, this isn't where either one of us wanted or thought we would have ended up, but you know, God paths change and things, people choose different paths and, mm -hmm. and that's why we have free will. And yeah. so it just, you know, was a very humbling experience and it was just such a beautiful thing to watch how out of something that can be so toxic and so terrible, like divorce or, or the end of any relationship, like mm -hmm. a bad breakup, even in a friendship, out of something so messy that the Lord can still make, you know, like, I don't know, I'm picturing flowers, you know, blooming like right now. A lush like garden. He can yeah. Still, yeah. Yes. He can still bloom things out of that. He can take yeah. that. If you don't hold on to it so tight, if you don't, if you let it go and you forgive, mm -hmm. he can take that and make a garden out of it and yeah. say, look, I'm going to, you know, bless you guys. And to the point where, like I said, we're, we're friendly now we're friends. It's, it's, there's no awkwardness. There's no meanness. It's forgiveness is the bridge to get there. And it it mm -hmm. is for all things. Like I said earlier, um, you know, there's so many things in this world, not just relationship wise, we that we can harbor unforgiveness for. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I can, yeah. I'm sure we'd be here all day. We wanted to yeah. Yeah. what well, the I world think, done just in the last few years. Oh, I just yeah. think too, like, and I, it's interesting because we were actually talking about two different uh, instances that I just randomly thought of mm -hmm. um, back. Uh, they were from like, right when we, like 15 years ago mm -hmm. when we first met, something like that. Um, and, uh, and there were just random things that popped in my head. And I think mm -hmm. that they're good stories for the sake of where people are at today, where they're very quick to take offense. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And so uh, one instance was we were at the YWAM base here in Salem and we were date, we had just barely started dating. Mm -hmm. And there was this spot like, because it, it's kind of out in the country ish, mm -hmm. like forested country, but you know, out, out not in like busy neighborhood or whatever. And and um and so we were walking and, and there's this little spot, there's this like cozy Creek and there's this bench 
there and it was like mm -hmm. off the beaten path my friends and i would go there and just hang out and just sit there and whatever and mm -hmm. uh talk and pray and whatever and so i went there with lauren one time and i was like this is a great spot we could just sit and talk okay. not really even thinking this is someone's property yeah. uh, <laughs> and none of us had ever gotten caught no one had ever said anything and so we're like whatever we just didn't think about it yeah. um and so all of a sudden we're sitting there and it's you know probably you know it's like later in the evening it's still light out help elijah fire continue to make an impact around the world all donations go toward making elijah fire and the elijah fire podcast possible visit elijahfire.com give and become a partner today but you know it's getting kind of dark and this looming shadow <laughs> is like comes behind us and he's like what are you doing here and it's this dude and uh i recognized him immediately as he was a guy from my church uh <laughs> But I was like, maybe okay. he's not, because uh, I hadn't seen him in a couple of years, because uh, I hadn't gone to that church as often. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, uh, you know, he's like, get out of here. Get, he was like really it's mad intense. and like intense. And we're like, sorry, you know, our voices are all shaky, like, sorry. Um, and, uh, and so then we go away. And then um, I, I ended up going back to church, I think like the next week or two weeks later. Mm -hmm. And it was him. And I was like, because I, I saw him again, I was like, I just immediately went up to him and I said, Hey man, I was like, I am so sorry. I was like, I was that, that kid that was with, that with, kid. with uh, that, that <laughs> young woman. And, and um, you know, I was like, I am so sorry. I didn't even think about it. And he was like, man, I'm so sorry. He's like, I, I overreacted. He's like, we've had kids like, you know, young punk kids coming on there and messing around and stuff. And, and he's like, I just overreacted. Um, and so mm -hmm. rather than me taking offense and being like, that guy's a jerk. I don't want to, I don't even, there he yeah. is. There's the mean guy, you know, and then just yeah. like harbor bitterness in my heart, I immediately went and just dealt with it. And it was like, I was in the wrong, even though my intentions were pure, I wasn't thinking right. about it. You know, because I think sometimes mm -hmm. we can look at our intentions and be like, how could they think that um, my intentions were pure? So mm -hmm. I have nothing to apologize for, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that um, sometimes you do. And, and that's mm -hmm. a good example of like, yeah. the reality is I was trespassing on his property. On his property. And uh, <laughs> he's like, get off my property. Um, and uh, <laughs> praise the Lord, he didn't come with a gun. Um, and, uh, and so then there was another instance where I was pulling up to a gas station and there was another car that I saw like off to the side and they were kind of turning it around. I didn't, couldn't tell what they were doing. So I pulled up right as I pulled up, they were trying to pull in because they turned around to like get on the other side of their tank. And this guy like, oh, ah, yeah. he like yeah. loses it. And he's like really intense. And I was like, geez. Um, and then uh, and then I see him like zoom off and he goes up to another pump. I immediately get over my car. I immediately go over to him. and I say, mm -hmm. man, I am so sorry. I was like, I didn't realize that you're taking that spot. I can move if you want me to. And he's like, man, I am so sorry. He's like, it's not a big deal. I overreacted. But see, we can look at that instance and be like, jerk, you know, to the guy because he freaked out on me rather than going like immediately up to him. And look, I was blessed in both those instances to have a complete resolution of the conflict. You're not always going to have it, even in like a quick tiff like that, yeah. where it's like, you know, uh, you know, the gas station and then they like still lose it on you. But right. at yeah. least apologizing. We don't know what that's going to do and how God's going to use that. Yeah. Um, but mm -hmm. being, addressing that conflict head on, mm -hmm. diving headfirst into it and just being like, all right, the goal is resolution. Mm -hmm. And if I have to yep. 
and, and being having the maturity to identify where you've gone wrong and, and you're not always going to, you know, like you're not always going to, but, but that's the humility, mm-hmm. practicing the humility. Yeah. And yes. And I think that that's what God wants from us is, yeah. is that humility to say, even if we don't, we don't feel that we screwed up, mm-hmm. like, cause you didn't mean to take a spot. Right. So why would you have screwed up? Like this. Mm-hmm. Right. But instead you went up and you had the gumption to say, look, I'm so sorry. And yeah. I think that that just is, it's like, like I said, you might not see the fruits of right. that. It doesn't ever, always, ever, I don't you'll probably never see him again, Yeah, <laughs> but you don't know, you don't know what's going on in his life. You don't know how that affected him. And I think that we get so caught up, especially in today's day and age with the, I think more than ever, the enemy is trying to divide us from you know, politics to everything that's gone on. Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That we, we get so caught up on an issue, like mm-hmm. that we go, this is the stance. And I was just talking with a friend of mine about this. And it's like, I, I, you can take your stance with love and humility yeah. towards uh-huh. the fact that you don't know what life they've lived. Mm-hmm. That they might have a different stance because of a specific scenario that you don't know because you don't walk in their shoes and you just screaming at them or being angry or wishing them, you know, like I came, was so excited when Roe v. Wade was overturned and posted about it. And I had people saying, you know, I hope your daughter gets raped. It was terrible. And, and, you know, I just, I, I ended up having conversations with some of these people. And instead of confrontational back, I was like, I, you know, like, let's have a conversation because mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is I have a family story as to why not just biblically, but it is, I mean, very obviously because I love the Lord, but I also right. have a very specific family experience about this. Mm. Like let's, you might have an opposite, you know, there's people that wrote me that said, you know, my sister was raped. She had a baby. And I'm like, that's terrible. I'm so yeah, sorry. It's not I didn't wish that I'm not wishing that on anybody. Mm. And, um, and I think that we get so caught up in, and I think it's not really us so much as it's what the enemy is trying to do. Right. It's that unforgiveness. Again, it's the unforgiveness mm-hmm. of, I believe this so much and I'm not going to forgive anyone that decides to have an abortion or, you know, and, and so we just go off on people. Yeah, dehumanize them. Yeah, exactly. And then they do the opposite to us and it just, nothing ever gets solved. And we're at this mm-hmm. part in the world where nothing gets solved because we sit and we go, you know, you got the one side COVID was a sham. One side COVID wasn't abortion, abortion, don't get abortion. You know, like you just, mm-hmm. you always have these sides on everything and everyone just hates each other. You can't mm-hmm. talk about it because everyone's angry. And I think mm-hmm. that that is just such a mark of the enemy because mm-hmm. we all have this harboring unforgiveness because that is what the enemy is trying to do in this time is just that's how he's ruining families. That's how he's ruining, because we all just sit here and we go, you know, I believe this way and we don't hear anybody else. And that's not mm-hmm. God's heart. I don't, yeah. it's, it's God's mm-hmm. heart is for us to sit down and say, like you taking a spot. I'm so sorry if what I did offended you. I didn't mean mm-hmm. to, you can have the spot back. And, and then he's like, no, they gave him an opportunity to say, I'm sorry. I didn't, I overreacted. And if we mm-hmm. could just come together and say, I'm sorry, you know, mm-hmm. that you might believe differently, whatever your life is, like, let's come mm-hmm. together and talk about it as two human beings. I think, I think truly forgiveness and forgiveness of even those things are all bridges back to, back to forgiveness is a bridge yeah. for the, for the Lord to be able to make beautiful things happen. And I think mm-hmm. that if, um, oh, yeah. 
I think that if in this time we all as a body just stood up and started being love and started being, you know, because there's a difference between even with the whole, you know, transgender and target, there's a difference between being the people that go in and scream at someone who mm -hmm. just works there, <laughs> who mm -hmm. didn't purchase, they're not a target purchaser, they just work there mm -hmm. and scream at someone. Cause I've seen these videos, unfortunately, and you, your, your intention is right. Like we don't want our children to have to see this. The first thing they walk into target, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between the person who goes in and screams and the person who instead invites their friends and family to go, let's go on a prayer walk and go pray over a target because we're right. fighting a spiritual battle. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. That's just, oh, it. Yeah. it's a spiritual battle. You go in there mm -hmm. and you have your say, but nobody is going to change their mind there because it's a heart yeah. issue. And, and, and even that it's yeah. like, it's not just a heart issue, but there's blinders that we have. Like we're not full of the yeah. Holy spirit, you know, it, it, there's mm -hmm. blinders. And even if we are, there can be blinders over yeah. our lives. Yeah. And so Seriously. I, it, it really is. And that's why it is a spiritual battle because you're not going to get anywhere you know, and it's, it's okay to be upset at the enemy for doing those things, yeah. but there does come a point Absolutely. where you've got to um, be constructive with it. I guess I think we, we talk a lot about the right thing to do, but I think it's the exemplifying the right thing to do and being that example. Uh, yeah, it's just, it starts with us by d listening, journaling, like, how does God speak to you? You know, like, well, that I, I journal and that's often how God speaks to me to just get clear direction because it can get kind of fuzzy. There's a lot going mm -hmm. on in the spiritual atmosphere. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of hurt. Um, and there's good reason for those things. Right. And it can get cloudy mm -hmm. when you just feel all of that going on in the atmosphere. You just need kind of a space where you can have clarity. Um, and people, I think, that that are like minded yeah. that you uh -huh. can man, can I mean walk that's with yeah. Whatever. And I think you hit something that like it made me think of this is we have the privilege all of us have the privilege of knowing the holy spirit having a relationship being able to hear god's voice a lot of the people don't and no. and as mm -hmm. as a result we know god's heart especially if you spend time with him so we need to start acting like that mm -hmm. you know and it's like let's act like mm -hmm. we actually do hear the holy spirit and if we do hear god's voice then how is that going to change how we behave rather than uh and i think where a lot of it comes from when we do see christians who are like raw they get caught up in the 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 crossfire the back and forth firing volleys at each other this group is firing volleys at this group is um man, you got to spend time in the secret place. You have to spend like, cause mm -hmm. if I spend ample time with the Lord, I am fulfilled. I am fulfilled. Yep. Mm -hmm. But if you're not, it's very easy to slip back into trying to find fulfillment in uh, a movie, a show. And then suddenly they add a gay character or suddenly they add this. And look, I would prefer that stuff not be in that stuff. Especially when you start getting into like kids stuff, mm -hmm. I think it's pretty inappropriate, yeah. but that's a whole nother conversation. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like it's, it's just a show, right? It's just, it's a bunch of people playing make-believe, you know? And, yeah. and so I need to chill yeah. out, you know? Uh, so yeah. 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 It's just like following God's heart in this situation. Like how much more would we as Christians and as the body of Christ, how much more would we get done if instead of screaming at a transgender person who's talking to us and telling them they're going to hell and you need to go read your Bible because what you're doing is wrong. Instead of doing that, what if we just looked at them with love and said, we love you? Like, yeah. Because 
you know, like what if instead yeah. we we were love the way that Jesus came to be loved, the way that Jesus walked with text. And it's not to say that what they're doing is right. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to tell your brothers and sisters when they're not acting in the right way. But yeah. when you're not, like you said, hitting the nail on the head with the, you're, they're not walking in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So they don't know. And so then if you come at them with like, you're going to hell, yeah. Does that make them want to? That wouldn't make me want to go. Ooh. Let me get a hold of that guy, God. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's <pretty> cool. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would. I would. I would I he sounds awesome. Would You're right. I should. <laughs> I should stop. Okay. Yeah. Teach, tell me more. <laughs> exactly. That doesn't make me want to do that. Instead, what if we just loved people the way that Jesus taught us to? And when we had their attention through their lovingness, they said, what makes you different? Then you can say, Jesus, right. Jesus and the Lord makes it the Holy Spirit is inside of me. And that makes it different. And I urge you to see how that looks and works in your life. And it's not your job to change their behavior. We didn't, it's not your job. We, we are all people with our own free will, but it's your job to spread the, spread the love of Christ. Yeah. And that's what's your, it's your job so that they can yeah. see lo the Lord through you and then go, I want some of that. And when they do, they'll walk away and they'll step away from the life that they're living in. You know, like mm -hmm. they're, that's what happens with sin. We all live in sin. And when the closer we get to God, the more we feel convicted to, you know, not do the sins that we've been doing. All of us have our own that we, you know, whether it's lying or alcohol, whatever it is, like, you know, we all have our own cross to bear. There's no reason why the you know being gay and the trans that's there's no reason there's a spotlight on that like that's worse than the others right. there's a, right. but it's just the enemy trying to make a bunch in a group of people saying you feel so far from god we're not going to let you in yeah. mm -hmm. and that's couldn't be opposite from the lord's heart like the lord's heart is let's show them love let's be jesus's mm -hmm. love and light and then when they ask what's different, we say, it's the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you about him? Can I, you know, you want to read about it? And then the Lord will work through them with mm -hmm. what they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, and then, and then once they walk more maturely and the Lord, if they ask you about it, great, sure. Ask, mm -hmm. give them, you know, some Bible verses, give them, but in a loving way, because that's what mm -hmm. Jesus did. Yeah. Because yeah. you, that's what I think we're called to do. And that's where I feel like as a body of Christ, like we're so much of us are missing the mark because you're, we're harboring that it really goes back to this anger and unforgiveness for all the wrongs that we feel like as Christians we've had done to us, which we have. Um, but God never said the walk was going to be easy. And, um, and so it's our job to just keep loving through all of that, you know, yeah. keep, keep sh shining a light on him to say, so that when a bunch of people aren't, throwing bombs back and forth to each other yeah. and nothing gets uh, done there's yeah. a group of people going we just want to love everyone like yeah. to show you god's love and light and and mm -hmm. god will do the rest in your heart the holy spirit will shape you because i know he's shaped me he even you know i pride myself on spending i make sure i get my quiet time every morning you know and if i don't i do it in the afternoon or the evening mm -hmm. and i try really hard because i know that that's where i feel the most filled is like through reading the Bible yeah. and just spending time with him. Just but I'm still down. harboring unforgiveness. Yeah. I still was harboring unforgiveness. Like I'm still not perfect. We're still not mm -hmm. perfect. So why are we out here judging and throwing stones? Because yeah. that's literally the opposite of what Jesus said to do. Well, and and when just... we forgive, it lets the garden grow. It lets right. the Lord yeah. just freely bless us. And I think that there is just such a, a focus from the Lord on like going really in like 
turning the mirrors on all of us and really getting us to focus mm -hmm. in on ourselves yeah. and getting our stuff right, yeah. like getting it, dealing with our stuff. And, and I've talked to so many people where this is the case. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I think sometimes too, you can get something. I was actually talking to a guy last night, but like you can get, you can, uh, see great victory in something. Mm -hmm. And then you can make the assumption that it's all gone. And, and for the most part it is, I, I think there's a measure of deliverance that happened or whatever, but then there's something that can happen that reveals a little bit more that's there. And it's like, we'll just deal with it. Don't be like, because Satan will come in and be like, ah, you're a fraud. You actually mm -hmm. aren't healed from this thing. Ha ha. And rather than looking at it, just deal with it and go, okay, that's something that was that very clear. I couldn't see at the time when God, you did this other thing. Let's deal with it now. And, um, and I think, you know, we see, we're hearing a lot of big prophecies about what God is doing in the body of Christ and, and all these yeah. things. And, and, and I, I'm very interested in going, okay, well, like, let's give people the tools to actually, like, let's actually yeah. do the thing, like, let's walk this stuff out. And I'll be like, yes, Lord, amen, which is part of it, agreeing in faith, absolutely, yeah. with a big prophecy or whatever. But then it's going, okay, now what do I need to do? Because, uh, Jeff, right now, uh, I don't really feel like he's prepared for that big thing over there. And obviously we can't be even held down by that because sometimes I've moved yeah. into things where I did personally feel ready, but God opened the door and I was like, oh, we're seriously, we're doing this now. Can we please wait? Okay. We're doing it now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So you're never ready. Yeah. But really just, no. it's more about focusing yeah. in on ourselves and it's like allowing God to just expose the stuff that we need to forgive mm -hmm. ourselves for we need to forgive other people for mm -hmm. uh to be mm -hmm. delivered of trauma and and yeah. bitterness and um uh, because i want to see as many people on that deck when god says all hands on deck i want to see as many people on there as possible mm -hmm. so however many times we need to talk about anxiety however many times we need to talk about bitterness and unforgiveness or mm -hmm. trauma mm -hmm. i will and every single time God highlights it to me or, or puts it on the heart of a guest to talk about, we're going to talk about it um, because it's, it's so important. And on yeah. Monday, Marty, she gave a, a great quote. I just found it again here. It's, do you want to honor the wound or do you want to honor the healing? And at some mm -hmm. point, yeah. like, yeah, sometimes God will allow us to, to feel the feels, you know, and it's like, yeah. go through something. But there does come a point where he goes, okay, now I want you to do this. And rather than being like, no, but this hurt, this is mine. Like this is, this is my revenge towards this person because this is what they did something so horrible to me. This is my revenge towards them. And we may not even think of it that way, mm. but it is, you know, it's like this way of getting back at someone. It's like, you know, I'll hold on to this, but it's like, again, you're like the only, you're the yeah. person that's held prisoner in those moments at that point, you know? And so having the courage to go, God, I want to be whole. I want to be, I want to heal from this. I want to forgive. I want to forgive myself. I want to forgive this person that wronged me. And that doesn't mean you're going to go and have tea with them tomorrow when you apologize to them. Like, no, like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's God's what God's trying to do. Yes. It's a new thing. And, and like, I mean, even for me, I had a lot of um, PTSD from, you know, my last relationship, yeah. like so much so that I would just see like his name on my phone and I would have a full blown panic attack. Mm. Like, mm. like can't breathe, feel like I'm dying. There were just moments that were so 
so bad. And and then it got so bad that I think just because there's so many spiritual contact contracts with the like lawyers and law, that, right. um, especially divorce lawyers, I would see, I would mm. literally get this crazy reaction the minute my phone would beep and it was like an email from my lawyers, I would have a full blown panic attack. Wow. I wouldn't have even read it. Maybe it was good. Maybe yeah. it was bad. I would just instantly not be able to breathe. Yeah. And I'd be like curled, like my whole body would just stop working. And I'd just be in a ball, unable to breathe. It was a very tough situation and it got bad. And and mm. what's funny is, is I didn't want to see it because I was still spending all my time with God going, God, take mm. this away from me. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. You know, please, yeah. I, I love you so much. Like release me from this. I You told me to leave and I left because that was a you know, something I prayed for months and months on. And the Lord was like, gave me a clear, you know, vision, a clear word. And so I, I obeyed. So now please heal me. <laughs> I was like, right. I don't want this trauma. Uh-huh. I'm like, Lord, I don't want this. Yeah. Um, and, and it just, it, the Lord kept, it, it kept happening. And my mom, I remember my mom one time looked at me and she was like, Tay, I, I, I think you, you like it. And I was like, Whoa. I do not like this. I was like, I do not like this at all. I was like, excuse me, miss, you are very mistaken. Um, And she was like, she was like, no, there's a part of you that is used to it from your relationship for so long. And for, from what you've lived through, like Mm -hmm. this is, is normal for you. Wow. And so for you, you've held on to it because you think that if you keep holding on to it, somehow like that's my way of like not forgiving myself. Like I did this to me. I should still feel this way. Like I oh, should wow. still have this panic because I allowed this to happen for so long. Yeah. And I instantly just started like, Oh man, guys, that hurts. I mean, it hurt, but and, it's, and then it felt like truth. It felt like yeah. truth. Yeah. It's but so amazing that you had someone in your life that that, that, that could speak truth to you like that, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my mother is always. <laughs> our, mom. mom's, yeah. our mom's usually. But yes. my mother, yes, she can she can just say things. And I'm like, I didn't want to hear that, but thanks. <laughs> and I always listen because I know she always has the best intentions. But she yeah. we, she said that I was like, Ugh, wow. And so I prayed on it. And it was shortly, shortly after that, that the whole forgiveness thing came up. And I will tell you, you know, hand on the Bible, the minute that happened where I forgave him. I said it out loud. He forgave me. My healing came. I have not had one panic attack. I have not had an anxiety attack. I've not been anxious. I've not been worried. I have not like our, our, you know, things have, things have popped up on my phone because there's just still like loose ends tying up and I'm not, I don't even, it doesn't even bug me. He calls me, we're friends. Like it's no big deal because the Lord is the Lord is just so good that he gives us, he really is. He, and he's so patient and he's so long suffering with us because man, we can be stubborn. (laughs) Yes. And we can, can, right. I mean, as much as I try to be like, God, take this from me. I still was holding on to it. And I didn't even fully realize that it took someone else who was walking. That's why we also need, you know, it takes a village. That's why we need our people to be able to be, in relation with the Lord and be able to hold us accountable because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for yeah. saying that, I wouldn't have necessarily even thought of it that way mm-hmm. because instead I was kind of just praying. I kept going, okay, if one of these times God's going to take it away, like I'll pray a prayer and it'll just be stronger than the last ones. Like yeah. and I had the 
face that would happen. But my mom was like, you're doing it. You're holding, yeah. he, can't let you, he can't, he can't release you from it if you're not letting it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, ah, okay. Well that hurts. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. And, and the yeah. minute I released it and said, I forgive you. And I am so sorry for my part and all of it. It, it left. And it, it was exactly the way the Lord said, as far as from the East is to the West, it was, it was gone completely. And I could cry just saying it because it was such a special moment with God to just be like, this is what he wants for us. He wants us to forgive. He wants us to live in the blessings that he has for us. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a sad thing that we, we get so caught up because the end, it's the enemy. It's so, he's so mean. Yeah, he <laughs> he's is. such a, ugh, I get, I get You're... so like, ugh. but you know, we can't allow it to happen either. We have to take mm-hmm. those moments to self-evaluate, to say, where are we? Where am I not forgiving someone or even myself? Mm-hmm. Is that someone I'm not forgiving myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we can move forward to, like I said, the beautiful, I don't know why I keep, every time garden. I say it, I picture this like beautiful garden mm-hmm. that the Lord yeah. just wants to like Fragrant take garden. that new thing. He wants to make it new and he wants to just let it blossom and let it bloom through mm-hmm. the forgiveness and he's got so many blessings for everyone out there that he just wants you to have but you got to let it go and give it to him yeah come on mm, especially so where good. we're going man where 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 mm. the lord has taken us mm-hmm. i just really feel like mm-hmm. I, I lauren and i both have been mm-hmm. really feeling this we're like there's just no room for that other stuff and you don't no. want it yep. like it's any of these like security nope. blanket things that we've like you were saying like w- with you even where, where your mom was like i think you like like it a little bit because you were so used to that type of behavior yep. that it almost becomes a security yeah. blanket i think there is a there's a measure of fear on the other side of of the unknown of, of like well if i don't have this then what am i going to do or like yeah. maybe god's prompting someone right now to leave their job and it's like uh and they don't know what's on the other side of it and they're like oh my goodness like what what is on the other side of it you know so yeah um and Sometimes maybe, you just have to take the leap. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's what, that's what the Lord's had me do is that just like, ever since that moment, it's been like this free fall of just going God wherever you want. Yeah. And things don't always look, yeah. they don't always look the way I would have thought they would have looked like, you know, they didn't roll out the red carpet and everything, sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> but, but every single day I see little moments of just fruit from that one decision of giving up that unforgiveness and just giving it to God and like living in that, I see so much more fruit from my kids. Like it, it affected everyone around me and I didn't even know it like, like this disease that affected everyone. And it's just given way to this beautiful light in my house where I feel like we're joyous again. And, and we can smile in a way that we've not been able to. And like my son wow. walks around and is like, he'll just tell me little things about how good God is because something will happen. And he'll be like, mom's God's so good. And it's just, it's so sweet to see because it wasn't, we were in such this dark place. And I really do feel like so much of it, it was just these spiritual contracts from holding on to these Mm -hmm. major unforgiveness things that just, it kills anything. I, I, it, it separates us from the Lord because it's not of God. And I think we just need to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And I think, you know, talking about going to the new thing, the bridge to the new thing, it's just it. it, I think God is just so good that he he's continuing to grow us. Right. And he knows the Mm. things that are weighing us down. And it's kind of like the whole, you know, new wineskins and like 
there comes a point where he wants to fill us with things where there's going to be no room if we don't get rid of those other things, the old things, the unforgiveness, the bitterness. There's no, there's not going to be room for him to fill the new things. So he's constantly pushing us to this point where we just, we have to face ourselves where our mom says something to us or just somebody sees an outside perspective yeah. and they give like this, there's like revelation, right? Like you have to have yeah. a, a um, something that goes off inside your head. That's like, that's it. That's the solution to all this pain. Mm-hmm. And then it's the, the garden growing. It's like, you think of a garden, how it, it affects more than just you, you know, like it's going to affect the people yeah. you meet in the future. Of course, like you're going to, you have your testimony right now. It's affecting people listening right now. But I just think it was interesting that it, how it impacted your family and your kids. Like, I always think that is mm-hmm. such a cool example of, um, it, and not thinking that it's going to affect more than just you and that one person. Um, but it, it can like as a spiritual contract, you know, yeah. I'm not yeah. as familiar with that term. I haven't been as familiar with that term. I've heard it a couple of times, but it's such a perfect visual, you know, mm-hmm. of, of exactly being bound by something, you know, legally bound by something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if anybody knows, uh, listening, if you know of any, anyone who, uh, has teachings on spiritual contracts, just let us know yeah. and we'll look into them and see if they're a good fit for ledge. I think it'd be an interesting that would be topic interesting, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I agree. I'm trying to think of who I listened to that. Or who I've talked with that said that where I got that from because I've heard it before it's, too. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just it's such a. Um, I think it comes from too like the courts of heaven, mm. and that you know, the Lord operates from like a court, yeah, you know, standpoint in the courts mm-hmm. of heaven, and it comes. I think that that's where a lot of where that saying comes from is because you get in spiritual contract with the enemy, where because he's the accuser, right? Mm-hmm. And it right. says in the Bible. And so he accuses us because he can, because we're walking in unforgiveness or whatever sin that we're walking in. And he's like, you know, you can't. And so the Lord's like, I can't bless you until you're walking with me. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, he's got a point. He's, you know, and so um, that's just been like such a, it really was like going back. It really was something that was affecting everyone around me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it just really, it made like the worst parts of even my own personality. I was different. Um, I have a boyfriend who's amazing mm-hmm. and my children love him and he's phenomenal. But I noticed that I was bringing these like really bad negative behaviors. That was funny when I was, when I first left mm-hmm. and my, me and my ex like first got like, were separated and got a divorce. We, we were like, I, w- I was like this happy, new, fresh, like new song thing. And I wasn't holding any unforgiveness. I was just happy and we were fine. And then all of a sudden, somewhere around the, along the line, I started harboring more and more and more. And it kind of ruined almost everything around me. Mm-hmm. It really, really is such like this way in which the enemy twists things until it like has no air to breathe anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly what it felt like. And letting that go made this beautiful thing come out of it and and it's just it's made like i said it's affected my kids my my boyfriend and i have a healthier relationship and like it's so mm-hmm. beautiful to be in like a healthy um god first relationship which i've never had and it's been a beautiful thing to be with someone who's like let's pray about it is like the first thing he'll say yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is like the and you're best. like you're very attractive <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> like you have no idea but I'm like, oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that is perfect <laughs> yeah. he'll be like let's 
they'll be like, let's stop and wait. Like, let's just sit and wait until we hear from the Lord. And I'm like, yes, let's do that. And it's been just beautiful redemption that Mm. the Lord has given. And my kids have such a fantastic relationship with him that like that actually enables them to have a wonderful relationship with their own father because they're like they they just feel so much love now they're not feeling any of this negativity they're not feeling anything that satan wants them to they're not wrapped up in all of that instead they're just feeling this love and Mm -hmm. it's it's a beautiful thing to lead with love and to let let go of what the enemy is trying to hold strong hold like the strongholds against us Mm -hmm. and and it leads to the new thing, the new song, the new, you know, the Lord, I know the Lord spoke to me. I think we've talked about this, you know, um, on the phone, on our very long phone call (laughs) we all had together. Um, we, uh, we talked about this, but like the Lord, um, kind of spoke to me in one of my quiet times. Well, actually two of them now, um, about specifically that, that like he wants to do, he's doing a new thing. And I think I've noticed, I just saw, was it yesterday? Um, Nate and Christy Johnson, had, oh, yeah. he had like a word about it being a redemption tour and that the lord is oh like, yeah i read that you too. Know, prophesying that we're going right. on and i was like yes lord yes. like that is so good because it's kind of it's exactly what he's been telling me in the uh-huh. same exact way is that it is just this beautiful thing that he wants to like the, the garden just this beautiful visual of this just this love he wants to pour out in this garden mm-hmm. he wants to pour out and who is going to be there who is going to get this who is going to receive the blessings that they he has for them because he wants it to be all of his the people who believe in him he wants it to be all of us mm-hmm. but who is willing to you know die to the flesh in a mm-hmm. sense go I'm going to do this weird thing and forgive someone <laughs> I'm do this weird thing and, and forgive myself it goes against what we see yeah. You know, because it's all about self-love and self-protection. Now. Yeah. And not that those aren't big thing. Right not now. that those are not good things to do. Right. You know, I sure. enjoy a good relaxing bath and me time. But like, yeah. it's very different than this mindset of like selfishness and like putting yourself well, it's, always it's, first. It's, I mean, it's it, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it's just like a, a culture of narcissism. You know, where it's like it, it is just focused on it's yourself kinda... and what benefits you most. And anybody that wrongs yeah. you. Or any conflict you have yep. is someone else's yeah. fault. It's kind of know? the idea of yep. filling yourself up and being your own power. Whereas like we mm-hmm. know that as believers, God fills us up. The Holy Spirit right. fills us up. Amen. And it's like, what yep. else are you going to do if you don't have the Holy Spirit? You're going to self-care, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be the thing. Because yep. what else is going to give you what you need when you don't have that? Um, so I, I kind of get the culture why people are. Cause there's a lot of, you know, sure. people that struggle with mental health issues or spiritual. Yes, issues, really. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yep. But, but as believers, like God, God's like, I'm, I'm that for you. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, self-care is important. Like that is true. Yes, absolutely. Um, but there's that, like you said, it's a narcissist. It, there's a point where it goes a little too far and you're, you just start not forgiving people and holding grudges. And I think that it's like the Lord is just sitting here going in this time right now. I think we're moving into this new season that the Lord just wants to unleash all of these beautiful blessings into the people who love him's life. And it's, are, are you going to stand up and be one of them? Are you going to forgive, you know, a family member or a friend or an old relationship or yourself? Mm-hmm. you know are you gonna are you gonna lay that cross down and say i'm lord i'm done with it mm-hmm. and um and yeah. be able to open yourself up for the new thing that the god that god has for you because i believe he's 
right now working to make a new song for his people that we are going into a time where he's going to bless us um, because of the fact that he loves us and he wants, he, you know, he's a good father. Yeah. And he wants us to see, he wants us to see the fruits of what we, of the way we live our lives. And so to be able to do that, you have to let go of unforgiveness and allow forgiveness to be the bridge. To yeah. be able to, to get there to, to receive all the blessings that he has for you. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think good. the thing that I loved about that little um that journal entry that you sent me was also um that, you know, it's like because it was kind of like God's words, you were kind of writing them down. It was like, mm-hmm. I've searched your hearts. Um, I wrote that mm-hmm. down. And then also uh ch- if we choose him, then that's going to yield abundance and restoration, mm-hmm. right? Which is what we've been talking mm-hmm. about this whole episode, you know. Yeah. Um, and also too, just a parallel, um, there was another piece in there where it was like the world will scream help, you know, like mm-hmm. people that don't know him are going to scream help. And, and it was interesting because it reminded me of, and I texted you this, but it reminded me of a word that God had given me at the tail end of last year, because it was, uh, there were polarizing words or they looked polarizing where it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, things are going to get bad, but then things are going to get good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, it's yeah. both. I think that mm-hmm. as we continue to follow the Lord, he's doing what we're, we've been talking about during this time. He will restore you. Yeah. He will, but, mm-hmm. but we need to seek him. And when we seek him with all of our hearts, it does mean mm-hmm. allowing God to look at the deepest parts of ourselves. And it does mean him exposing stuff. That's not great. And having the courage to acknowledge it and be like, this whole time I thought I was right in that situation. Turns out I was wrong, you know, Mm -hmm. and I can see it clearly. I couldn't see it then, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, and and then just like telling pride to shut up and then just going and doing it, you know, apologize. I've been doing that this week a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know, like the, it is unto something though. God yeah. desires mm-hmm. to save the world. God mm-hmm. desires yep. people to mm-hmm. know his son. And, yeah. and so for us to be in that place of like being vessels for him, especially in this next season, man, I'm like, I'm on board. Like, let's do it. Yeah. 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 I just think he's getting a lot of people ready. Right. Like it just have these conversations. Yeah. It just feels like God's doing a inner work and it's really deep and there's mm-hmm. a lot of forgiveness and a lot of humility I feel is getting emphasized because it's like it's time right mm-hmm. and that's a mm-hmm. that's a hopeful thing that mm-hmm. is a really hope and it's hopeful to know that we're not alone either you know like just yeah. hearing your story Taylor even on the phone it was just like it just confirmed what God was taking me through in a totally different way but just going through that forgiveness and going through the humility and and yeah. letting it letting yourself almost like just be cloaked in it and fully embracing it. Mm. You know, it's like when you go into the deep end, it's like, you know, you can't just keep tip, tiptoeing into the deep end. You just kind of have to let yourself go in and trust that God's going to, God's going to give you what you need to do it, even though it seems impossible, emotionally impossible sometimes. Right. Um, yeah. But it's really, it's so encouraging hearing your story. Mm. Like, I just think that people need to to know that they're not alone in it. Yeah. In this time. Amen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely not alone in it. <laughs> been, yeah. been through it. None of us are perfect. You know, yeah. I think we have to get rid of this mentality that like any of us are better than anybody else. I know. Yep. We can get with the internet and social media and, and even watching videos and listening to wonderful people who walk in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get so caught up with in comparison. 
yeah. and going like, oh, God, God's speaking to them. Why isn't he speaking to me in the same way? Yep. Or, right. um, but, but God has a different way mm-hmm. of doing things in each of our lives. And, and like, it's always going to look different. Our paths are all going to look different. And mm-hmm. no one's, none of, no two people have been through the exact same thing, the mm-hmm. exact same way. Yeah. And what brings us all together is, is God. Mm-hmm. and is Jesus. And so just being, being loving, it goes back to like, just being the bridge, mm-hmm. you know, so that people can see God through you, you know, the Lord, I, I, I had told you, um, you guys that the Lord had told me a long time ago, this was like years ago, mm-hmm. that uh, he gave me a vision of a bridge and, and told me that I was going that I was a bridge. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, I'm a person. I'm not a bridge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, <It's true>. uh, <laughs> He told me that I was a bridge and that um, I was going to, in time, find uh, like-minded people who are also bridges in different industries and in different ways. Mm-hmm. And um, and I firmly believe them the moment I met you, Jeff, and then you, when, when I met both of you, like, I was like, oh, okay, like the Lord, it was just like yeah. this well, Lord popped in my head. And it was and funny because I was like, no word. Jeff has gotten a word about literally being a bridge. And so when, when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so, it's so crazy how God does that. And I'd never really heard that, like people referred to as a, a bridge in the prophetic, I guess, because there's different, yeah. like a language that you'll hear a lot in the pre- prophetic in different seasons and times. But this was mm-hmm. like totally new for me. And I was like a bridge. I, I it was really cool. I was like, that was really exciting. And then you shared it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. God's preparing yeah. bridges. So cool. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's an odd word because I, I yeah. remember even me, I was like, I don't, and I looked it up in the dictionary and I just yeah. was like, I'm not quite sure how that fits me and mm-hmm. like in what way. Yeah. But he told me he was rising up other people to be bridges and then he, he'd bring us all together. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, cool. and I've met certain people that I feel like are. And every time I do, I'm like, I go back into my secret spot with the Lord and I'm like, God, you're so cool. Like you did, this is something he said to me. I think it was like three years ago now. I have it in my journal, like a different journal from years ago. And I remember just, like I said, being very confused. And now it's all starting to make sense when I meet people like you guys and I go, okay, this is, and I think so much of it when I pray into it nowadays and when I feel more now like now more than ever is what that means like what it actually what does it mean to be a bridge and i think that what that means is bridging people from it's not just as simple like from here to here (laughs) but it's like it's being it's being the love that can go you can take this side and take this side and we can make them come together and in love and the love of jesus and that we can bridge the two and go it doesn't have to be your way or your way or my way yeah. or Jeff's way. It mm-hmm. it just has to be it's God's way and we can we can be that love that mm-hmm. that makes people go why are you different and it's not me that's different it's God. Yeah. It's the Holy oh, Spirit man. that lives in me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I I throughout this whole episode I've been I keep getting the image of um like if anybody studied World War 1 warfare it was like trench warfare and it's not very effective quite honestly because <laughs> You dig a trench and then you get rained on and then people would get infections and all this stuff. And they're all like, they just pop up from the trenches and fire at the other side. And there's this whole yeah. space in between the two trenches called no man's land. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, <laughs> and it was just like filled with landmines and barbed wire and horrible uh, nastiness. So for anybody who's still like uh, still like don't know what you're talking about. If you've seen the Wonder Woman movie when she gets up and she's like on slow mo and all glamorous, <laughs> movie. And she's, you know, it's like, it's that it's a, that, that's that's no she's walking in no man's land. But I think the image of that scene actually is very um, profound in what I'm talking about because it was like mm. a stalemate and that she was willing to obviously she was you know she's Wonder Woman but she was mm-hmm. willing to be the only person out there. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And, and, you know, I guess my analogy goes a step farther because it's not even about us versus them. Scripture, it's funny because it's like there's scripture is very clear. We war not against flesh and blood. And yet we go, oh, so you mean we war against flesh and blood? Got it. You know, like, and so then we're like, then we take it out on the other person and we other people. And then suddenly they become not human yeah. to us. They become an ideology mm-hmm. that is polar to polar opposite to ours um my analogy goes a step farther because it's about us coming together and it's this whole bridge thing is like being having the courage to be mm-hmm. like man i i i just feel like maybe there's a third way like mm-hmm. maybe god is saying a th- there's a third way than than mm-hmm. than just it's that ideology versus this one and look there are biblical principles that are going to align a lot uh, it's, it would seem uh, on the conservative side. So I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't want people to be like, well, Jeff, um, but not allowing that stuff to Trump, how precious people are mm. to God. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and being willing yeah. to lay that aside and be like, man, am I willing to let things get weird and uncomfortable to bring unity? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and to, so that God can actually go after someone's heart before mm. i can then speak truth into their lives mm. um exactly. from something maybe god has yeah. given me to say to them you know yeah. uh because it's kind of like going to like a store and you know we look at the store the 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 people you know cashiers or whatever mm-hmm. as the representatives of the store and if i go up i'm like i want to buy this and they're like uh, i hate your face you're like well bye <laughs> i'm never coming back here <laughs> That's always the worst, you know, like, um, you know, it's just like, or if a producer tells you, you look like a cousin that they hate. Or, <laughs> so you or, can't have a job. Yeah. So definitely that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and so, yeah, I just, uh, there's something else I actually want to say really quick. Um, cause I, I was, I'm reminded of it, um, is, you know, we're talking about uh, having the courage to, um, to to forgive and and to walk that out if any of you are hearing this because we've been talking about a lot this week and we don't plan this by the way it just happens like sometimes god will highlight a topic and like we're like hey what do you want to talk about and they're like oh i want to talk about this i'm like okay and then like sure enough like everybody that week or a lot of people that week are all going to talk about that which is kind of fun i love seeing that happen Mm -hmm. but throughout this entire week if you've just been like man i just i i can't i can't forgive this person and you're and, and the condemnation is coming in and satan's telling you that you're a coward or you're a loser because you can't because in your heart you know you're supposed to but mm-hmm. you can't muster it i'm going to say something unconventional i'm going to say that's okay the important thing is that you recognize it and that you keep it with an open hand and you don't go this is mine no this is my mm-hmm. this is how i'm going to get back at them i'm going to hold on to this but you recognize it. You had the courage to open your hand, but you can't 
yet get to that place where you can give it to. And at the end, I'm going to have Taylor pray for you because I believe that God is going to get some of you to that place of being like, okay, I have my hand open, but I just can't give it to God to actually being able to give it to him. And you're going to find a peace like you've never felt before. Um, but if you're in that place where you just, you, you're still at that place where you can't give it like, like, I'm not condemning you. Lauren's not condemning you. Taylor's not condemning you. This is a process. This takes time. I mean, sometimes for whatever reason, God shows up, boom, you're delivered of something in the moment. Sometimes he doesn't, sometimes it doesn't go that way. Um, and I don't have an answer for you as to why that happens one way or the other, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I just felt like I really needed to hit that. No, I think that's super important. And I think that that's, that's like exactly what my story was. It's not like one, like all of a sudden I was just like, there's unforgiveness. Let me just give it to you and, you know, say sorry and have this moment. It took a lot of, it was, you know, two years basically of banging my head against the wall and allowing Satan in in so many different ways from, you know, panic attacks, all these different ways in which the enemy tried to make me feel like I couldn't. You know, I was too scared to, I was, I had too much anxiety. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't be the one to apologize. I, you know, the, me apologizing wouldn't change anything anyway. You know, I heard my, my, I told myself every excuse in the book for the longest time. Um, and it's not a way to condemn anybody. It's God is the wonderful thing about the Lord is he is long suffering mm-hmm. and he is patient. And he loves us. And if you're willing to say, I have unforgiveness towards X, Y, and Z person, you're halfway there. Yeah. seriously. If you're willing to just say, I have it. And Lord, give me the courage, like start letting me walk with you to be able to Mm -hmm. do this thing, to apologize or to uh, release them of this, release myself. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, in whatever way you can let go of that, whatever way the Lord specifically speaks to you, it might not be specifically saying sorry to them. Like that was my, that's the, what the Lord said to me, but, but that's not what he tells everyone to do. Sometimes you can't, right. sometimes it's a parent who's passed away mm-hmm. or sometimes, you know, you've got a difficult situation. And I think that it's God who you're halfway there. If you just open it up and say, Lord, I have this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want it anymore. I know right. that it, I know that it's from the enemy and I don't mm-hmm. want it. So in your timing, help me release this. Like give me the way in which I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the perfect timing, the Lord is going to do that. And there's no judgment there whatsoever. Cause we've yeah, all, it, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that yeah. that's what, that's what we need to stop doing. That's what I like. If there's one other message other than forgiveness, it's like, stop the judgment. Let's stop. Let's come together mm-hmm. and have these conversations to say, living in this world is hard. The enemy is hard. He's, mm-hmm. he's an evil little bugger and it's hard <laughs> to live with him around. And, yeah. and we, we get caught up and none of us are perfect and we fall short constantly. And that's why we need the perfect, beautiful love of the Lord. Yeah. And so yeah. if we can just in no judgment, come together before our brothers and sisters and say, look, I'm struggling here. Mm-hmm. Like I have this problem. This is what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm that's that's when god can that's when god can do his best work is when you're willing it's when you're it's when satan's making you hide it and go that's not it Mm -hmm. yeah you know that 
because yeah. that's when God can't help you because yeah. you're, right. you're, Satan is just trying so hard for you to be like, I'm not, that's not my problem. I don't have it. You don't think about it. It's not there. Uh-huh. But when you yeah. confront it, even if you can't let it go in this moment, the Lord will do it in the way that he yeah. wants to in his yeah. timing because he yep. loves us and he's long suffering. Yeah. Really. Well, and sometimes like, uh, like I'll be transparent. There's something I'm actively walking through right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I, th- uh, there's, there's kind of this pregnant kind of pause of like unresolvedness, but, but there's no dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like there's no mm-hmm. ability to even have the conversation. And it's really the other mm-hmm. party that's not, uh, ready to get to that place but i can keep my heart soft i can keep my heart pliable Mm -hmm. and not hard myself because you can sit there and be in a good place Mm -hmm. and then if that's left unchecked then all of a sudden before you know it you can find yourself in bitterness and and so really just Mm -hmm. dealing with stuff and being like god like i want my heart soft so that when this is able to get resolved that I, regardless of the outcome, I'm ready to, to, to get, do this thing, yeah, you you're know, free and, and free. yeah, cause I want to be free. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be tied down. It's not fun, yeah. you know? And so, <laughs> um, I can say in this situation, I don't have any bitterness towards this person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there's some, there's some stuff that needs to be aired out, you know, and yeah. just being in a place of being pliable and, um, and I think, you know, it, it's going to look different. It's not always like, it's not always going to look the same, you know? And right. so, yeah. yeah. Yep. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Hi. I agree. All right, yeah. Taylor. Well, I would love for you to pray for people and close mm-hmm. this out. This is really, really yeah. good. Amen. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Again. <laughs> Again. All right. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'll be back anytime. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 pray. <sighs> Lord, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for being amongst this live stream, Lord. Thank you so much for all of your beautiful blessings that you have stored up for each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. Lord, we just praise you that you sent your only son to die on the cross for our sins, Lord, and that you were just such a loving long-suffering God we just praise you and we thank you so much Lord Mm -hmm. and God right now we just ask Lord with all the authority that is given to us in Jesus Christ Lord that you just open our hearts soften our hearts Lord and allow us to walk forward into our new songs into Mm -hmm. our new days Lord into the freedom that you have for each and every one of us Lord Please take away any unforgiveness that we have, Lord. Work in each and every one of our hearts in any ways in which we are allowing the enemy in, any ways in which that the enemy is twisting and turning things so that we don't see the the enemy for what he is or the way this, we are holding on mm-hmm. to unforgiveness or anger or anything that is not of you, Lord. We let it go to you yes. right now. Yes. We lift it up and we say, we are done with it, Lord. We just want your way. It's not our way anymore, Lord. Mm-hmm. It is your way. Yeah. We ask that you please, Lord, in this time, give us ways to resolve this, Lord. Give us ways to let it go fully. Take us out, Lord, of these spiritual contracts that we have been in and that we've allowed and that the enemy has put on us, Lord, through our unforgiveness. God, make our way for our new song and our new thing right now in this time. Lord, just give us like a bath, Lord, in your Holy Spirit and your love and make us new Mm -hmm. in your image, Lord. 
Yes. We just love you and we want to be a part of all of the blessings that you have for us in this time, Lord. So just mm -hmm. I just feel like anyone out there, Lord, that is needing time right now for forgiveness and unforgiveness, Lord, we just we just lift that up right yeah. now. And we say that the enemy would have no place here any longer in each and every one of our lives, that he would not be allowed to touch us, mm -hmm. that he would not be allowed to manipulate us or manipulate our families or situations. We forgive, Lord, we forgive ourselves. Mm -hmm. We forgive those who have brought wrong against us. Yeah. We forgive, Lord, and we walk in your new song today, Lord. Yeah. We love you so much and we praise you for all that you have for us, mm -hmm. Lord. We thank you so much for the blessings that we know you're gonna pour out. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Mm -hmm. Amen, amen. yeah. That's good. <laughs> we just love you. We think you. you're great. Yeah. Uh, I love you guys. Oh. Yeah. Um, so how can people follow you? you um, my Instagram. Yes, I am. I am on Instagram. <laughs> probably the most. That's really the only one I'm on these days is Instagram. And it's at yeah. Tay Duels, which, you know, because that's that's what Jeff just calls me now. I do call it Tay Duels. Tay Duels. Or Tay Tay. I went rogue and I called you Tay Tay backstage. You just flew out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Natural. Yeah. It's okay. As one does. It's okay. Yeah. It's been my, uh, my family's nickname for me. So Tay Tay. Family now. Yeah. Tay Tay. You guys are family. I love y'all. Um, so yeah. me too. Yeah. So, okay. Um, everybody, you can go follow her on Instagram. Like I said, it's a hop in place. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Taylor, thank you so much. This was great. Okay. Yeah, thank you guys so much, and thank you for everyone. You know, people getting set free. Little me. Oh yeah, yeah. people getting Amen. set free. Yeah. So, um, everybody, have a blessed Thursday. Tune in tomorrow. We're closing out the week. We got Troy Black, Prophet Troy Black, back. We're going to be talking about the gift of discerning spirits. Very important in these yeah. days, you guys. Very important in these days, and he's he's. It's going to be great. Great notes. I was taking a look at him. So that's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, Friday, May 26th, uh, as we embark on our three-day, a lot of us have three-day weekends. We have a three-day weekend. Uh, yay. <laughs> um, also, ledgefire.com slash donate is how you donate. All proceeds go to keeping, keeping this free at five days a week. Words are hard. And then also, <laughs> also we, we take a portion of every donation. We funnel it into our water well efforts, as you know. Yes, I do. Our water well efforts, as you know, Taylor. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, great, great, amazing stuff happening. So God bless you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Troy Black. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.